Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Today, I'm going to, we're going to preach about the Bible. Thank you very much. Encourage me. So those of you who don't like Bible preaching, you'll not be happy with my preaching. If you love Bible preaching, you'll be happy. Hallelujah. Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 3 to 9. Second Peter, he said that according Okay, Second Peter chapter 3, okay? Chapter 1, sorry, chapter 1, verse 3 to 9. He said that according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Next verse. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue Knowledge and to knowledge, temperance and to temperance, patience and to patience, godliness and to godliness, brotherly kindness. <laughs> add, add, add. Okay, the baseline is faith. Then add, 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 add. And to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you, number one, and two, abound, they must not only be in you, they must abound. That they make you, that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But he that lacketh these things is one blind, two, and cannot see afar off, and three, had forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I am talking about fruitfulness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And for that matter, why some Christians are not fruitful? Yeah. Fruitful. And why, for that matter, why some Christians, why some Christians, for the title is why some Christians are not fruitful. Hallelujah. 
I said hallelujah. He says, go back to the next verse. He talks about the things that need to be in us. Hallelujah. And he said, for if these things be in you and abound, you know, they will make you. Hallelujah. They will make you. Abound. Not only be in you, but abound. You see, in life, try to flourish in a lot of things. Don't be, don't, you see, don't be, um, don't be content to skim by everything you're on the edge. Just pass. A little shift you are down. You see, don't live your life like everything, just you are barely making it. As soon as something small change, you are down. It says they should not only be in you, they must abound. Hallelujah. Amen. Most of us are content in just making the grade. You see, you, you come, you come, one day something will happen. Because I do remember when I was in school, when I was in school, we did an exam. And the pass mark was 50. So you make 51, you are happy. You pass. Just, I, I, I just crossed the line. 51, I'm through. And there was a particular exam, it was French. And some of us just barely crossed that. Because they just see Missouri and they were all confusing. Just <laughs> see uh, whatever. Kes kese and those type of behavior. <laughs> so, but when they mark the paper, one particular guy got 105. Aha. Uh-huh. 105. He got everything correct. It was 105. Then the French teacher said, Oh, there's a mistake. He added extra, um, extra marks. So you have to reduce everybody by five. <laughs> you, have to, you have to reduce everyone by five so that the guy will get 100%. <laughs> so if you are 51, <laughs> I remember very clearly that it wasn't easy. To the point of prof, after the one of the no, secondary school, some guys said, we want to beat the boy because. <laughs> Because he's the reason why. <laughs> yeah. Some guys are saying they were going to beat him. That because of you. How many five? He got one of five. Why some of us were just. I won't tell you what I got, but you know. <laughs> yes. 
pushing, not just coming by. You see, love, you see, you should not, you should not have, love must abound in you. You see, if this is abounding and you and about they make you. You see, love, you, you must abound in love. Not just have limited love. Because your love will be tested. From time to time, people will draw on your love. But if you have this 45%, 51% love, as soon as it's tapping to. <laughs> Hallelujah. You must have reserves. Financially, you must have reserves. Financially, you must have reserves. And you say amen. I said financially, you must have reserves. Could this you understand that you are walking by? Every month, you embedded income and expenditure on a deadline. They did that. Microwave doesn't work. Financially, you see, you, you should not live a life whereby your paycheck is on the borderline with your expenditure. And when they ask you, Well, I pay all my bills, I'm okay. No, you, I'm good. I pay my bills, I got a bill sorted out. No, you must abound. I say, You must abound because they, they are emergencies and uncertain things in life. Hallelujah. So don't be content in just making the great. Hallelujah. He said, if they be in you, and what? And what? And what? And what? Yes. May you abound. Seriously, may you abound. Because there are emergencies in life. There are unforeseen circumstances in life. You must abound in love. So, so, because, because you are not abounding in love, that's why you say I've had it. Because your love is not much. It's finished. Your love is finished. I've had it. Enough is enough. Because your love is not much. Let your love be deep. I've had it. Oh, I've had it. Enough. Yeah. But you must abound. You must abound in faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So he said, if they be in you, they'll make you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. They'll make you. And you shall not be barren. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You need reserves. You need, you need reserves. You need reserves. Amen. Tell you. Hallelujah. You, you, must, you must abound in patience. You must really, really abound in patience. I'm preaching. You cannot walk through life just with, on the borderline of patience. You must abound in patience. Because your patience will be tried and tried and tried over again. So if you don't have reserved patience, that is why you flare up. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm preaching. See, if they be in you and abound. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, I'm preaching from the Bible. Hallelujah. For he says, 
For if these things be in you and about, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse. But he that lacked distance, number one, is blind. Number two, is cannot see far, afar off. And number three, he's forgotten. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about why people, so the Bible says, why are people unfruitful? Why are they unfruitful? Why are Christians unfruitful? Why is the church unfruitful? One, no, it, it, there are three reasons. Number one is we are blind. He that like us is, is blind. We are blind. Unfruitful Christians are blind. The reason why we are not fruitful as a church or as Christians is we are blind. Hallelujah. Yes. We are blind. Blind to what? Let me tell you something. Blind to what? Blind to hell. We are blind. We are blind to hell. We are blind to the reality of hell. The reason we see the church is about heaven and hell. God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only because that whosoever believeth him will not perish. The reason why Jesus Christ came to die is to save us from our sins so we, not, we will not go to hell. But now the church is blind to hell. That's why we don't care. We are blind. Blind. Blind to the reality of hell. That yes, the person may be your brother, may be your sister, may be your father, but if he's not saved, when he dies, you go to hell. If you are conscious of it, you will talk to the person about salvation. But we are blind, we can't see hell. Blind! Blind that hell is real! Sometimes when you hear people preaching, you wonder whether it's an economic forum. Nobody talks about salvation. Let me tell you something. God did not send his son to come and die so that you have a good marriage. God did not send his son to come and die so that you have a good car. Don't, don't let us reduce the, the value of the blood of Jesus to our personal needs. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. That's why God sent his son to die on the cross because heaven is real and hell is real. You see, one day, there's a story, there's a story, one day there was a, a condemned prisoner in England who was condemned to life and as the custom is before they kill him, a priest has to go and do the last mass before he's executed. So this hardened criminal was there when the Anglican priest from because the Church of England came to see him to say the last mass. So as he was talking, the guy said, 
Why are you so? I mean, you, I mean, there's heaven, there's hell. I mean, I mean your, your soul is important. And if we are not saved, you go to hell. Then the prisoner look at the preacher and say, if I believe what you are telling me, that hell is a place where the fire does not die. If I believe it, I will, if, I will go to the ends of the world. Even if I have to crawl on broken bottles to preach, I will go. But if I believe, that's what I will do. You, do you think you believe what you are saying? That's what you have to if I believe what you are saying, that really, then me, if you have to crawl on broken bottles to tell people about Christ, I will do it. In other words, he was telling the priest, you don't believe what you are saying. Because your action does not demonstrate that you believe it. You just come with some water. You don't, you don't believe it. Hallelujah. The church is blind. We are blind to hell. But Jesus Christ spoke a lot about hell. Look, a lot about hell. You know, one of the things that you must be careful, when you read, the Bible talks about the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man and Lazarus. He said there was a rich man who ate some shortly. And I said, beggar, call Lazarus. Let me tell you something. That is not a parable. Because Jesus spoke about a parable. He said the kingdom of God is like, or and he spoke a parable unto them. But this one, he mentioned names. So it's not a parable. It's a true story. He mentioned Abraham. It happened. But well, that's not a story. Hallelujah. So heaven is real. And hell is real. And, the, and we are blind. You see, we are blind. Yeah. We are blind. We are totally blind to the fact that this person that I am working with one day will go to hell if he's not saved. That this is my brother. This is my father. You see, you may like your father very much, but if he's not saved, you'll go to hell. But we are blessed somehow. It doesn't. So, you see, the church has become like a social club. We come, we meet our friends, we are happy, we dance. Uh, biggest loser. Fine, you're all nice, but hey, heaven is real. Hell is real. Yeah, it's quite. We must be conscious of it. The reason why we are not fruitful, the reason why we are not fruitful is because of that we are not conscious that heaven is real and hell is real. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. I say, is somebody hearing me? Yes. yes. It's nothing against prosperity. I want you to prosper. I'm happy to see you do well. But I, I don't want you to focus on the wrong thing. That's why God is not, that is not why God sent his son. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. So we need to be conscious. We must be conscious of lost souls. That is why there should not be, that's why I moved the children there. There shouldn't be an empty chair in this church. Not even one chair should be empty. No. If we are actually acting in soul willing. No, 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 no. The last time, look, last Sunday we were full and I asked everybody, where do you live? And I found out that, look, no church has to be full because almost every new member lives around here. 
there's no reason why you should pick your bag and come alone. Bringing somebody to church in Newark is not the same as bringing somebody to church in Manhattan. As from Manhattan, Manhattan, nobody lives there. Everybody has to take a toll. Here, you just have to walk. Preaching. So, not, there shouldn't be an empty chair here at all. A feature of this church must be outreach. And I'm charging all of us pastors every Saturday there must be an outreach. A group or a center must go out there. No more games. Let us be aware that souls are perishing. People are dying. Our people are dying. You have colleagues at work. They are stressed. They are going through difficulty. And you pick your bag. You do your face and you come to church alone. You are blind. No, there shouldn't be. No. So every Saturday, somebody must go on outreach. I said a basanta, a ministry, and every Saturday. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, there's a reason why God sent this son of prof. To die, to shed his blood. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is, I mean, don't reduce the blood of Jesus to your immigration papers. Jesus is more than your immigration papers. He came to seek and to save the lost. Your, Your immigration papers is nothing to him. And he will do it anyway. But that's not why he came to die. Hallelujah. Amen. We are blind. We are blind. It's a short message. We are blind. That's why we are fruitful. Because if you are, if you are not blind, you will be fruitful. You will always know that oh, hell is real. Like hell is real. Hell is real. Souls are dying. People are perishing. Hell is real. Therefore, I must win souls. Therefore, I should be conscious. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So every Saturday. Every Saturday, somebody must go out. A group must go out. And, I'm, 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 and I'll be watching it. You see, I don't like preaching to the air. I'm telling you what I'll be monitoring. I'll be monitoring. Every Saturday. Because you see, to bring someone, to take somebody to church in Manhattan, you have to pay toll. And then, yeah, you, most of, I say, so they all live around here? Then the church should be full. I must speak something. It should be full. If we are conscious. Hallelujah. Amen. And by the way, listen. You, if you want God to be interested in you, be interested in God. Yes. <laughs> oh, you don't know. If you want, look, not only, if you want anybody to be interested in you, be interested in the thing that the person is doing. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Yeah. If you want anybody to be interested in you, be interested in what he's doing. And God is interested in saving souls. Hallelujah. And because I don't see, I don't see any, any man here who, if you find out this girl is interested in your money, you marry the girl. Would you do marry the girl? If you find out the reason this girl is because she got some money. I had a brother who was getting divorced. And I asked him, not, was getting divorced, not, 
Not long after marrying. It was not like he was married for a long time. I mean, he married for a couple of, I mean, six, seven months ago, he was divorced. So, so I asked him that, ah, brother, what's going on? Do you know his answer? Do you know his answer? He told prof, ah, I'm a girl who's so new here. I thought this girl was rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm explaining. He said, I thought this girl was rich. After I married her. That's what she told me. That's what she told me. That I thought this girl was rich. But after I married her, I found out that Shelly. There's nothing in there. And I could understand why he was he was deceived. Because the girl used the girl acts rich. So even me, I thought he was rich. (laughs) Even me, I thought she was. Not knowing that it was eh. But you see, that's a bad reason. Bad reason. Hallelujah. Yeah. So let's come after God for the good reason. Hallelujah. To be interested in him and then he will be interested in us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Reasons. Yep. Real Christianity. Let me tell you something. Real Christianity. The Bible says the Bible the Bible says that the Bible says that you shall know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody hearing me? You shall know them by their fruits. So if you are a real Christian, it's not how much you shout. It's not how much you scream. It's not how much you can roll on the ground. It's the fruits you produce that tells me whether you are a real Christian or not. Because you shall know them by their fruits. Where are your souls? Where are your fruits? Where are the people that you want for the Lord? Hallelujah. Yeah. Number two, reason why they don't bear fruit. All the reasons are here. Go back to the same verse. Second reason is the short. Like, oh, please go back to the verse you are reading quickly. Eight. Okay, but if this next one, but he that is one number blind, one is what blind, two cannot what, cannot what, it means what short sighted. Hallelujah. Short sighted people, okay, short sighted people cannot see a far off. Hallelujah. It means like medical when say somebody is short sighted, it means that. They don't, they can read. They don't need glasses. But for them to drive or to see far, they need glasses. Do you understand? Do you understand? When you are short-sighted, it means that you can read without, you you can see close, but you can't see far. Like watching a movie, driving, that's why you need glasses. Do you get it? Then there's the reverse. 
where people are long-sighted. They can see far, but they cannot read. They have to wear reading glasses. Do you get it? Do you get what I'm saying? For, for, for example, I don't need glasses to read. I don't need glasses to read. I can read without glasses. But for me to see far at the back, I need glasses. Yes, so I, I'm just kind of short sighted because I can, I can read without glasses. But for me to see far, I need glasses. And the reverse is some of you don't, some of you, some of you uh, can see far, but you need glasses to read. Do you understand? Which is usually, which comes from aging. It means you are growing old. <laughs> That's why you see old people read with glasses. Mine is not from old, old growing old. <laughs> but yours is from... <laughs> it means you are growing old. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, you are short, you see, He's short-sighted. Amen. And let me talk about it a little bit. You know, it means you cannot see far. Hallelujah. It means you cannot see far. You cannot see far. You know, and in life, see, in life, you must learn to, you see, in life, you must have the wisdom to see far. Hallelujah. And, I, and I'm, I'll explain to you. Pray that God will give the wisdom to see far. Because you see, it's the lack of seeing far. Short-sighted. Okay? Because you can't, you can't see far. That is why you don't think of long-term consequences. The reason why you don't think of long-term consequences of your action is because you can't see far. If you could see far, if you could see the effect in the long run, you would have done it differently. Wow. But most of us don't think far. I don't think far. Most of us don't look at long-term effects. But if you were to think of long-term effect, that this thing that I'm doing, how will it turn out down the road? That is why. Down the road. If you, if you are thinking of the long-term effect. Yes, I am angry with this man. I am tired of this man. I can't take any of this nonsense. I am packing my bag and I'm leaving. Fine. You can go. But I will talk of the long-term effect. The effect on the children. As you took your bag and you walked up. Did you think about the effect on your daughter? You get angry and go. Do you think about the effect on your kids? Did you? Why did? Why do you think that your mother stayed with your father? Look, very few of us here are from monogamous family. When I say monogamous, very few of us. Most of us, most of us, you have stepbrothers and sisters. If you have a stepbrother or sister, lift up your hand. I say, if you have a stepbrother or sister, lift up your hand. Can you, can you look, look, look at the whole church. It means that whilst your father was with your mother, he slept with another woman. That's the meaning of the word. I said that's the meaning of the word. 
Jesus because of you. And now, you you have not have this level to anybody. You just look at their breast and you're angry. <laughs> she just saw her breast and oh, this breast looks a bit succulent. Hey, 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 hey. You are moving out. Just a breast you saw. And I mean, it was covered, but part was exposed. <laughs> You see, you thing, low thing. Your mother was not a fool. She was wise. She thought about the long term consequences. That is why she stayed. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Most selfish people are short sighted. You can take it to the bank. Cash it. Most selfish people are short-sighted. It's me, myself, and I. You can't see the long term. That is why everything must be about you. You are short-sighted. You're selfish. Everything is about you. I'm not happy. Everything you, 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 you. What about the other person? You only see the world around you. What about the other person? What about the other people? You don't think of the consequences of your action. You don't think of the long-term effect. If you have thought of the long-term effect, if you could see far, you would have acted otherwise. But the Bible says that because the Bible says that the prudent man or the wise man, he sees the evil afar off. You must see the evil afar off. As you are going, you are a married man. As you are going to sleep with this girl, have you thought about the effect on your marriage? If you have thought about the effect on your marriage, you will have zipped up. Politicians are in scandal because they, they didn't think. I mean, five minutes of pleasure is going to make, make you lose your political career and you still don't see far. How long does it last anyway? Even for the strongest, it's three minutes. Even for the strongest. I say, even for the strongest, it's three minutes. If I re- research. Listen, research has shown that the average time it takes for insertion and climax and ejaculation is 90 minutes. If you like, go and go and try it and see. <laughs> of course, my striking is legal. <laughs> you don't think so?
have waited. But I'm hungry. You don't think far. You don't think far. I'm as good as now. So, you see, now, now, so he ate and sold his birthright for soup. Because he didn't think far. Short-sighted. Short-sighted. You don't think about the effect. The consequences. This decision I am taking, where will it lead? But so long as you're happy now, you're okay. You are short-sighted. You are short-sighted. If you have thought about it, you see, if you have thought about it long term, you are going to school. I, well, I, was, I, I once was counsel a young man. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm telling you, I could. I was once was counsel a young man who was uh, he was asking about uh, um, whether to go to do a particular course or not. That's all. I think he was asking about a particular course. So, uh, it takes about, uh, I think pharmacy, so he said, so it will take about six years from beginning to end. And he was saying that it's too long. Reverend, it's too long. I can't do this six years thing. I said, okay, fine. No problem. He says, it's too long. Reverend, I can't do this thing. It's way too long. I said, okay. It's not a problem. So what do you want to do? So can I do this quickly? So I asked the person, that, do you like what you're going to do? He says, no. But this pharmacy is too long. So I said, okay, no problem. I asked him how old he was. He was about 21 or so. I said, I said, I said, add six years to your life. How much is it? I said, okay, so you can spend six years doing something that you don't like till you are 27. And after that, you can do whatever. Then that will give you the opportunity to do what you want to do. Okay? Or you can say the six years is too long and do what you like. And then for the next, I said, do you know what your working life is? If, I told you if you start working at 30, you work for at least 35 years till you are 65. Are you prepared to do something for 35 years that you don't like? That's a Versus, this is what I'm saying. I said, because you don't think far. I said, if you think far, you will realize that in the grand scheme of things, six years in your life is very short compared to the rest of your working life. So do it now. And he listened to say, go to the school now. The six years compared to your working life is very short. But because of instant gratification, that's why you want to stop the school and do something right now. Yeah. Say, look, this is your problem. This is your problem. This is, your problem. <laughs> this is actually your problem. You have not thought far. You have not thought that you are, you are going to sign yourself for something for the rest of your life you don't really like. And I thought, I thought, working life is a long life. Work? I've been working for a while. I'm always looking when I will retire, but I'm nowhere near retirement. <laughs> work is long. <laughs> if you start working, you remember what? Yes. It's long. I, long. We've been working. Ten years. Working. We've been working for a long time. So the last thing you want to do is to get yourself something that you don't like. You'll be frustrated for a long time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But you are short-sighted. You are short-sighted. Instant gratification. Iso. Iso. You don't think far. You don't do the math well. Do the math well. Do the calculation well. 
As I am getting angry and I'm walking out, what is the effect? As I'm doing this, what is the effect? Do the math well. Don't be short-sighted. Selfish. I was recently talking to a young girl who wants to kill herself. I said, why do you want to kill yourself? So my mother will be sad. I said, foolish. <laughs> <laughs> Said I, your mother. <laughs> I just said, foolish girl, foolish girl. She was only 13, though, so I can understand. <laughs> 13 years old, I'll kill myself so that my mother will be sad. Say, foolish, foolish. Yeah. Short term. You don't think far. That's what the Bible says. It takes wisdom to, to see far. Yeah. For the wise man, sees the evil apart of. Hallelujah. We're short-sighted. Look, I can talk. For example, most African politicians are short-sighted. Most politicians, 99.9% of politicians in Africa are short-sighted. They never think of long-term. Look at some of their actions. You can see. election. American president have been so executed <laughs> by Africa. As soon as you top its investigation, arrested, killed. Because they don't think far. They don't think of the legacy they are leaving. Yeah, that's why one person will be one person will be richer. We don't think far. Every time you see, I, I, I was every time there's a UN conference. Every time they say you are so and all the delegates come from the well. Do you know the people who live at the most expensive hotels in New York? Thank you very much. <laughs> it's there. World of Astoria. You see them. President of Gabon, Togo, Ghana, that's where they stay. The, 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 the president of Denmark will live at the embassy suit. African president living in big hotels. 
We like no only them they only they large entourage. Then they are all there. I knew a lady, a diplomat. She was telling me. She was a Swiss lady. She says, she cannot understand us. I said, why? He said, he can't understand black. Every time she flies on the plane, she sees the minister of this first class, the minister of this first class, and then when they come to the embassy to beg for loan, he said, if you are begging for loan, why are you sitting in first class? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she, asked me, she asked me, she asked me, she said, Dr. Nosh, I don't understand your people. That's why she spoke, Dr. Nosh, I don't understand your people. I don't understand them. They always come in. They need a loan for this. But every time I'm going on a flight, I see them sitting on first class. If you need a loan to help your people, why are you sitting in first class? And the Swiss president will ride on the bike to go to work. And they're homeless. Short-sighted. Yeah. Short-sighted. It's your short-sighted of one life now. Oh, waiting man will see before. You're so excited. <laughs> One day you see something. You say waiting man will see. <laughs> One day man will see something. <laughs> yeah. Is somebody hearing me? We are short sighted. We don't see far. Yeah. That's why you don't care about other people in church. You don't care about salvation. You don't see far. You don't see far at all. That's why we are all, all of us are happy in our little, little groups. Because you don't see far. You don't see far. You see, let me tell you something. If you really want to prosper and do well, learn to break out of your circle. You, you, you have gone as far as your circle can give you. What other information are you getting from the people? You know them. You see, there are four of you, you are friends. What other new information can he give about Hester? <laughs> no, what, what, what is new? That you don't know now. Or makeup. But maybe if you had a Korean friend, he would have given you another information. Do you understand? Maybe if, if you had a friend who is a Chinese, you should have added an extra knowledge that you don't know about nail polishing. Because so far, all your nail polishing you know is from her. What else can you get? <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't be short sighted. Say, think long term. Yes. We're so short sighted. I want it now. I want it now. If you have thought long term, you will not have bought a house. You say you wouldn't have. But you are, you are short-sighted. You are thinking how people will come housewarming. I'm going to jump in. Housewarming for what? A house that somebody... Yeah. You are only thinking of short-sighted. How reverend will come? Of course I will come. It's a new house. I come and sit in your couch. But hey, if you are doing it the long term, that this thing I'm going to do, I'll be in bondage for 30 years. And God forbid, if I have diarrhea one day, I will lose it. Are you short-sighted? You are thinking of, you, you are, because you are short-sighted, you think, oh, how this summer, all the church from Newark will come, will come and have a barbecue, you know, because, and, and, and don't blame us, pastors like nice things, that's how we are. 
So we'll come. Sit in your back, backyard. Then we'll eat, then we'll drink, then we'll dance. Then we're happy, then we'll watch a movie. Say, so, oh, your house is nice, your house is nice. Then you're feeling good. Just for five minutes of compliments and a debt of 30 years. Come on, do you think? But she used to earn more, and I control. I used to control her salary. I've been controlling for a long time, not today. <laughs> but I do remember just around the period that I was about to get married. We were about to get married. I saw a patient in Ghana who was in diabetic coma, and when she came, you know. Ghana, every, Ghana, every doctor is a miracle worker. <laughs> All that I did was I gave the person some fluids and some insulin, and she revived. I was like a miracle worker in the accident center. So I was in the consulting room, not knowing that this person that I revived, his brother was a very rich man. Me, I didn't know. So I was there, and I was still there, and I said, doctor, I said, so I want to see you. I said, oh, really? Come to the consulting room. The man came with a briefcase. You are telling you. When the guy opened the book, I fell back. I almost fell back. So, doctor, we are come to thank you for saving this. Open the briefcase. The money. money. Look, I, if the money was so much that the nurse that I was working with was Hannah Brock. Lady Pastor Hannah Brock, who is now in Orlando. Orlando. I was in the office. When I got the money, I was afraid. I said, Hannah, come, let's share this money. Prof, I called my nurse. Now look. Come and take some. <laughs> yes. So when he gave me the money, this is about talks to our wedding. Then my wife was saying, oh, no, baby, we need to do this. I said, me. <laughs> me. 
ni chasse no 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 we are sticking to the plan and according to the plan my uncle was was one of picola my uncle said he would provide the drinks whatever everybody can eat i don't care we are sticking to the original plan we are not changing the oil we are not changing the rent <laughs> we are not changing the dress she put her own dress we stuck with the plan because huh? Hey, we stuck to the plan. I kept my money. I kept my money. I wasn't going to change my wedding so that people will be happy. No, 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 no. I believe I didn't do that. Then after the wedding, yes. I used the money. Then I bought the car. Come and see it. <laughs> yes. I could see far. I could see far. I could see beyond Coca-Cola and chips. I could see a car. <laughs> yes. Me, I use my money. Use my money to feed. I told you, look. The, the, I said the wedding. Most of you are coming. They are our parents' friends. It's their responsibility. <laughs> because my friend, my real friends, they know how much I'm worth. I'm not about to impress anybody. That's what I told you. That's what my real friends. They know my worth. So the, the, the people who are coming, they are my parents and your parents' friends. So it's their problem if they don't impress their friends. But me and my friends, they know how much I earn. <laughs> Let's end this story here. <laughs> yeah. Because I could see a car. I could see far. I could see beyond Coca-Cola. I could see beyond chips. I could see... Yeah. I could see far. I bought a car. I bought a car with that money. After my wedding. Yeah. Very nice. And she was sitting in front of that car. And it was that car that somebody insulted her. She was telling the story. One day she was sitting in front of the car. I was doing some work in the project. Then as I was doing the work in the project, she was sitting in front of her. And some local boys were passing by. They look at her. They didn't know she could understand Ga. I was sitting in first. And then I shall make a attention at the car here. In other words, what does it mean? This is all that they like to do, women. They like sitting in front of cars. <laughs> you are just passing by. Oh. So I sitting in front of a car. He hasn't done anything to them. <laughs> That's the same car. She was just sitting in the car waiting for me. Some local boys were passing around. They're looking there. Because the car was chilling. This is what I, this woman, this is what I like to do. Sit in front of cars. You don't even know the pets. <laughs> yeah. Short sighted. Hallelujah. You don't think far. If you have thought far. Hallelujah. May you not be short sighted. May God give you the wisdom to see far. And number three, he has forgotten. Number three, you have forgetfulness. The reason why we are not fruitful is you have forgotten. Nora, is it we have forgotten? That's the reason why we are not fruitful. See, you have forgotten that one day, you, one time you were a sinner. And somebody preached to you. Hallelujah. And some of you, and, let me go, and some of you, you have even forgotten how difficult you were. How many times we have to chase you and visit you? 
Now you visit somebody so, Reverend, I'm tired. It's too difficult. He doesn't want to come again. How many times do we chase him? That is why when I hear people say, oh, oh Reb, I mean, they are not serious. Were you serious? You had forgotten how somewhere you were. You had forgotten how somewhere you are. You had forgotten that somebody overlooked all your somewhereness and persisted. Now you are sitting in church holy and you are saying other people are somewhere. Have you forgotten? You have forgotten. Have you forgotten how somewhere you were? How difficult you were? You have forgotten. Dressing in the choir, their dresses are too short. What were you wearing before you? Yeah. <laughs> you have forgotten that you used to wear almost like a belt. Yeah. And we stopped, and then now you have changed. Now you are wearing a maxi, but you have forgotten. Sometimes I find it amazing how people are so intolerant of other people's behavior. Have you forgotten? So intolerant. Why are you so impatient? He said, and, and, and have forgotten that he was purged. Have you forgotten that you were purged from your sins? Today you look like a saint. No, you were not like that before. We know you. Some of you have your number roots. I can tell your roots. Aha, this one. Well, I can tell her roots. Roots. Follow up. So since when then now you are critical. That is why you are blind. That's why you are not fruitful. You are not fruitful because you have forgotten. You have forgotten what was that. Sometimes I feel so sad as a pastor. My reverend, I've been calling them, they don't respond. You. So there was a church member, Brenda. There was a church member I went to visit with Bishop Adi. In New York, 12 midnight in Cop City. Can you believe that we were walking? She was there. We were, I mean, we left New Jersey. I was living with Bishop Adi. We drove from New Jersey, Abenel, all the way to Cop City in New York. In the rain, 12 midnight, we were knocking. You can see that there's a human being in the room. We knocked and knocked and knocked. How sad? How is that? Yeah, just to follow up, follow, follow up, follow up. We knocked and knocked and knocked. She didn't respond. Then we came back home, empty-handed. <laughs> but you know, we didn't give up on her. Today she's a main shepherd in New York, and every every time I remember her, I say, "You, you are the last person who should say that somebody is more serious." You. <laughs> Today she's a mean shepherd. And I always remind her of that story. That how we made us drove in the rain. So the last thing I want to hear from you is that someone is not serious. You. I, 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 after that lady, every time I tell the story, I say you. You remember? I know your history. Because recently she was trying to shut out some young girl. I said, hey, come, come here. 
Come here. Rewind. Rewind. Let's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let me reset you. Because the young girl was crying and angry. She's not an auntie. You know what the great girl was Auntie. I said, I said, what is auntie? Yeah, he said, I was I said, he said, I don't respect. I said, hey. And so I called auntie. I said, you. Rewind. <laughs> you forgotten. Hallelujah. Amen. But see, if we, are not, if we are not blind, if we are not short-sighted, if we can remember, we'll be fruitful. Amen. The church has forgotten. The church has forgotten. Why Christ did Paid from our sins. Paid. Do you remember? We are paid from our sins. We had issues. We had problems. Ah. Look, one time I told a lady, I said, why aren't you coming to church? So, you know, I'm a problem. Uh, I'm having a problem with this boy. He's trying to sleep with me and I got a problem. So, I don't want to come to church again because I want to sleep with me. I said, oh, fine. So, so the reason I say, yeah, Reb, you know, you know, I want to quit a church because, you know, I'm going to problem with this boy, you know. I said, okay. So what do you want me to do with that, Rev, you know? I can't come to church. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't because I love him and I want to sleep with him. I love him. He, she was shocked at my answer. I said, oh, no problem. Go sleep with him. After I sleep with him, come back. <laughs> I said, go. <laughs> you go sleep with him. Let me finish. Come back. She was shocked. <laughs> I said, <"So> <laughs> because I was trying to demonstrate that the love of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus, is more than fornication. Fornication to wear off. Look, if most of these people on this side. <laughs> It's not, that, it's, it's not that they become holy. You see, as you grow, you lose all those. <laughs> Just get tired. I didn't mention anybody. I beg you. You get tired. You get tired. The blood of Jesus is more than fornication. She was shocked at my answer. I said, yeah, don't worry. One day you get tired of it. I said, remember for real? So go sleep with him when you finish. Come back. <laughs> I'm not saying go and do that. Please don't say. Don't even say. Reverend said, no, no, I'm not talking about. <laughs> and I'm not giving you a free ticket. But I'm just trying to show you that the blood of Jesus is stronger than that. Hallelujah. Yeah. We are forgotten. We are forgotten that we are paid from our old sins. Listen, QFC Newark, let us not have a church with empty chairs. May we be active soul winners. May we be fruitful. May God be happy with us. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pray that God will use you. Pray that God will use you. Pray that God will use you. That God will, that you'll be available for his work. That you will be fruitful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. This is my desire. 
to are you lord with all lord with all my heart i worship you all that within me you holy spirit i give you Away, short sadness, oh God, blindness, oh God. Thank you, Lord. I give you my heart. Thank you, Jesus. I give you my soul. I live for you, my Lord. Every let us be our story, our song, and our desire. Every moment, every moment of our life, oh God, conscious. Of what you do for us, Lord, Lord have your way. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you, alone. Every breath that I take, every moment, every moment I'm away. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If there's anybody here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? This afternoon, the Bible says, We were perched from our old sins 
you need to be purged. You need to be cleansed. So if you are here and you are not a Christian, and by Christian I don't mean you were born a Christian. I mean born again. Born again. You have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And you have confessed publicly. You want to be born again. You just want to make sure. You, you, know, you know, the Bible says, except a man be born again. Except a man be born again. Except a man be born again. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. So if you really, really are serious about being saved, to make sure that you go to heaven when you die, then for this few moments, I, I don't want any movement, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. There is room at the cross. Anybody here? God bless you. 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 There is room. Then there's room at the cross for you. There's room for you. Millions have come. Millions have come. Millions have come. Oh God. Father, we thank you for salvation. Thank you that we are saved and we are grateful. But Father, forgive us. Forgive us for not sharing our salvation. Forgive us for not telling others about our salvation. Forgive us for not being fruitful as we shall be. We are grateful for being saved. But forgive us for not being fruitful. May we be fruitful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.